This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Today's powerful four-day message, He Never Forgets About You, is perfect for the Christian who perhaps is growing impatient, discouraged, or even doubtful about God meeting that special need or the prayer they have prayed that has yet to be answered. These small in faith or doubting Christians might even ask, Is God even hearing my prayer? Did I ask for too much? Or has He simply forgotten all about me? To these Christians, Pastor Ray simply reminds them of the covenant made with us and the apple of his eye, the Hebrew people. Know without doubt and understand that the Lord your God, the faithful God, who is keeping his covenant and his loving kindness to a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. Because God is that serious about blessing and protecting all his children, Yes, you can be certain that you are always on his mind and he will never forget about you. Go back to, go back to Isaiah 50 for a minute. Just go to Isaiah 50, verse 7. I want to encourage you with this. Sometimes when you feel forsaken, you know, the pressure comes on and you feel like, you know, you're going to go down the tubes. Listen to what Isaiah 57 says. For the Lord God will help me. Verse 7, therefore I will not be disgraced. Oh, did anybody hear what I said? I will not be disgraced. Say it, I will not be disgraced. In other words, what you're believing God for is going to come to pass. There are others that are looking at you and they know your faith and they know that you're standing uh, on God's word and that you are a believer and you're trusting God for everything in your life. And, and, and there may be just a little bit of cynicism coming from them to you like, yeah, right, that's really going to happen. Yeah, sure. Come on, I've been there. Come on. Look at you. You're, you're believing God and look at where you are. Ha, ha, ha. You're believing God and standing on the word. You love Jesus and you, yeah, and look at, look at what's going on in your life. Ha, ha, ha. My word says, therefore, you will not be disgraced because God has not forsaken you. God has not turned his back on you. God will never disgrace you. God will never allow you. He says, for the Lord God will help me. Say, the Lord God will help me. And therefore, I will not be disgraced. Everything I do, God is helping me. Everywhere I go, God is with me. Every battle I fight, God is there with me. Every, every, every breakthrough that I've got to get through, God is right there to help me to the other side. God has not forsaken you. God has not forgotten about you. Sometimes you may feel like that, but he has not forgotten you. He knows the cry of your heart. He knows every prayer you uttered. He knows every bit of faith that you have expressed towards him, and he has in his mind to answer you. So he says, therefore, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint. In other words, you got to just put your face, you know, flint, flint is, is a rock, 
And that's how you take a you take a steel piece and you strike it against flint. Years ago, when we were a kid, they used to sell that a little. I don't know if you remember a little flint rocket, a steel thing, and used to try to make a. Remember that? You remember that? Is that who, who is kids today don't know that you have lighters and you have all kinds of things that explode and blow up. We had we had these little rocks and the little piece of steel, and we used to go around and try to make fires out of the leaves and in the woods. Amen. Sometimes we did it, and we had to call the fire department to put it out. A couple of times, my friends and I started some big fires in the neighborhood. But he, he says, um, he says, I will not be ashamed. He said, I, I, I'm sorry. He says, I must set my face like a flint and I know that I will not be ashamed. So therefore he said, I will not be disgraced and I know I will not be ashamed. Say, I will not be disgraced and I will not be ashamed. Why? Because you know that the Lord God is your help. Say, the Lord God is my help. He is near who justifies me. Who will condemn me? Let us stand together. Who is my adversary? Let him come near me. Surely the Lord God will help me. Who is he who condemns me? Indeed, they will grow old like, uh, grow old like a garment. The moth will eat them up. Who, <laughs> who among you fears the Lord? Who obeys his voice of his servant? Who walks in darkness and has no light? Let him trust in the name of the Lord and rely upon his God. Can someone give me a better amen than that? Hallelujah. So, you know, if you're having that feeling of, of being forgotten by God or when is this going to happen, um, just, just be encouraged. It's not over yet. God said you'll not be disgraced. God said you'll not, you know, you'll not be embarrassed. He's going to see to it that what you're, what you're believing for is going to come to pass. One of the hardest things when you're standing in faith for, for something, and I went through that. I think you've heard me tell the story, but, but uh, it's my story, and I love to tell it, and I'll keep telling it. But, but when, when I got into the middle of this building project with all of the finance, you know, all the money and all the financial trouble that we had, well, we didn't have financial trouble. We didn't have any finances to have trouble with. <laughs> So there was no financial trouble. We, there was just no finances to have trouble with. So, but trouble getting finances was the issue. And I can remember being in the, in the middle of all of this. And, and this, now listen, now you got to understand this, all right? I'm praying, I'm believing, I'm a man of faith. I'm using every ounce of strength and faith that I could muster to do this project. I believe I was in the will of God. And here I am in the middle of this project, half a building up. The property looked like a bomb went off. I mean, you should take a look at the, 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 the pictures that we have, the piles of rocks all over the place, mud holes everywhere. I mean, nothing's finished. Some of you know what I'm talking about. And we have no money to talk about. Nobody want to give us money. Nobody want to lend us money. There was no, in the middle of this, I think I told this story once before, I think twice, maybe, maybe 15 or 20 times. In the middle of this, somebody in the community, another church in the community, another church leader got a million dollar gift. And I thought, dear God, that is not fair. That's my million dollars. That belongs here. They're not even a building project. And you gave them, I'm in the middle. Nobody wants to give me money, lend me money, help me. And we're, we're going down the tubes in this place. Anybody know what I'm talking Talk about having felt forgotten or forsaken. You, ever, you know, I mean, that'll make you feel forsaken when you're believing and praying for something and one of your friends or neighbors or somebody next to you gets exactly what you're believing for. Dear God, what happened? And I could remember being in the middle of that thinking, my God, I feel like you have forsaken me. 
and nowhere to go. Nothing, nowhere to get any money, nowhere to, you know, in the midst of, of this warfare, having been totally felt like a, but, and, and in the middle of this, this is what I want to tell you. In the middle, of, this is what the devil says. He pulls up the scripture. Now, isn't it interesting how the devil uses scripture? He uses scripture, he used scripture with, with Jesus in the desert, right? This was the scripture, he says, before a man builds a tower, he ought to consider, count the cost, lest he be embarrassed. Because he cannot finish it. And I'm walking around thinking, dear God, is that the word of the Lord to me? <laughs> I'm going down. I never told anybody because I was too afraid to even utter those words. But this is the verse that kept popping, coming to me. And I, and I was like, oh my God, consider the cost before he builds the tower. At least he, you know, you know, unless he, he can't finish it. And he's embarrassed. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be disgraced. Thank God I found the verse in the Bible. And God, you know, thank God, you know, thank God that I had enough, enough common sense to know, wait a minute, God, you got me into this. You know, now you didn't bring me here to disgrace me and to tell me that I made a big mistake. You're the one that led me here. And I believe you're the one that's going to lead me all the way home. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So, so. It was back then when I found this, the, the, this verse that I'm giving you and I underlined it in, in Isaiah chapter 50 where it said, you know, uh, about not being disgraced. I, the Lord is going to help me get through this project. Therefore, I will not be disgraced no matter what the bank says, no matter what the people say, no matter what the government says, the community says. I will not be disgraced. Everyone who trusts in the Lord will never be put to shame. Therefore, I have set my face like flint. In other words, I'm just going to keep looking ahead. I'm not going to look back, not going to look sideways, not going to look at the bills, not going to look at the lack of money. Sometimes you just have to stop looking at the things that want you to feel like you've been forsaken or forgotten. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You've got to set your face like flint, like this is the word of the Lord. It's all on you, Jesus. As a matter of fact, Lord, if this doesn't work out, you're going to be embarrassed, not me. Because I stood before the people and I said, this is what Jesus said. And this is, you know, this is, uh, so you understand, I'm not meaning to be disrespectful to the Lord. You understand that. But it's, it's Lord, this is on you. I, I, I don't, I, you know, because I don't have a reputation. That's when I lost my reputation, you know, it was back then because it was just too hard to hold on to my reputation. You understand what I'm saying? You, you got to go through junk like that to lose your reputation and realize you don't have a reputation. You don't even want a reputation because it costs too much. It's too aggravating to have a reputation. It costs entirely too much. So I'd rather not have a reputation and put it all on God. It's all about him anyway. Right? So I said, I will not be disgraced because the Lord is going to help me, going to help this church and help all of us. Therefore, I set my face like flint and I know that I will not be ashamed. We're coming through this thing on top. And you know what? Even, even if we don't, praise God, God's got another plan. Somehow we're ending up on our feet. I don't know what it is, but we're ending up on our feet. Come on, somebody give me better amen than that. Sometimes you feel forsaken by God, but don't feel forsaken because he will never allow you to be disgraced and he will never allow you to be ashamed. Hallelujah. Isaiah 44. And uh, verse 21, just a short verse, simple. Remember these, O Jacob and Israel, for you are my, my servant. Now, here we're talking about, you know, Jacob and Israel. But put your name there. Whatever your name is, put your name in, in that place. I like to do that in the Bible and make it personal. We ought to personalize the word wherever we can personalize it. Everybody with me. Remember these, O Raymond, Douglas, 
Betsy, Debbie, Jerry, Chris, Angela, Pat. Who's that? I, I remember your name. Susie Q, right. Stacy. You are my servant. We are God's servants, amen? I have formed you and you are my servant. Oh, whatever your name is, you will not be forgotten by me. Hallelujah. You will not be forgotten by me, by God. You will not be forgotten. He hears every prayer, every bit of faith, every bit of, you know, every tear you've cried. God knows everything about you and he has a plan to help you and to answer you and to respond to you. Now, I use these verses to lead up to something else that I'm not going to have time really to get into, but I wanted to talk a little bit about the faithfulness of God. We talk often about, you know, how we have to be um, people of faith, and that's true. We have to learn about faith, and we have to express our faith and use our faith, and I'm a faith teacher, and I believe, I believe all that, and I do teach that. But sometimes, if we're not careful, we're going to take all of the responsibility in ourselves and neglect uh, to, to remember and neglect the, uh, the understanding from God's word that it is not all on us. Yes, we're to be faithful, but God is faithful. God is faithful. As a matter of fact, it's a bigger deal that God is faithful than you are. Because if God wasn't faithful, your faith wouldn't get anywhere. Our faith is imperfect. It's never going to be perfect. God's faithfulness is always perfect. Is everybody with me? So the faithfulness of God. Let's, let's just look at, can we look at a verse here? And uh, we, we won't go much longer, but we'll bring this conclusion, pick it up next week. But the faithfulness of God. Deuteronomy. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 7. And um, faithfulness is God's nature. Say that. Faithfulness is God's nature. Now listen to Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 9. I love this verse. Is everybody there? Give me an amen. He says, therefore, know that the Lord your God, he is God. How many of you know that he is God? (laughs) Anybody having a hard time figuring it out that the Lord your God, he is God? He said, the Lord your God, he is God. The faithful God, say the faithful God. Now listen, who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. Hallelujah. How many of you love him and do your best to keep his commandments in this room? Well, the Bible says if you're, if you're in that category, then he shows, he keeps his covenant and mercy to you and to me. This is the faithfulness of God. We often think about, you know, am I being faithful enough? If, do I have enough faith? Is my faith strong enough? Did I quote enough? Did I say enough? Did I do enough? But, you know, what we have to sometimes realize, we're going to see verses here, we'll get to them, that even when we're not faithful, God is. When, he's, when, when you find verses in there that says you'll never be disgraced, guess what? Even if you make a mess, God's still going to work to keep you from disgracing yourself. Because You know why? Because he's faithful. Even when you sin. And, and open yourself up to, you know, all the, all the junk that comes in from sin. God is so merciful and God loves us so much and God is so faithful to us that he will work with us to help us to overthrow that sin in our life, uh, give us conviction, bring people across our path, whatever it be, 
forgive us when we repent because that's how faithful God is to us. He, he, he does, see, we give up on people. We give up on each other too quickly. I had a little, I had a little situation this week with, with someone who I had hired uh, to do some work for me. And he, he's a Christian brother, but he goes to a different church. And we had a little bit of a disagreement on something. And, I, and, and he kind of shocked me because he was going to charge me for something that I didn't, I never agreed to. And I said to him, you know, my brother, um, I, I'm, I'll give you whatever. You know, that's how I am. I'm, I'm not going to, I'll pay you whatever you say I owe you. But I disagree with this because we, we, we never discussed this. If you're going to charge me for something, then you need to tell me that I'm paying for that work. He was doing some work in preparation of some other work. And I was under the assumption that he was including that in his price, but he tried to hit me with another bill. And I said to him, that's fine. I said, no, no problem. I'll pay you. But I, I'm being honest with you. I'm not happy about it, but I'm going to pay you for it. Hung up the phone. About two hours later, he calls back and he says, you know, I guess he thought it over. And he said, he said, well, he said, I, I just want to apologize. He said, you know, I don't, I'm sorry. I thought it over. You're absolutely right. That, that wasn't correct. I should not have done that and, and forget it. He said, I, I, a friendship with you is more important to me. And, and I don't, I don't want to lose a friendship and I don't want, I don't want this to come between us. So I called him back and I said, what are you, what are you crazy? And he said, well, what are you talking about? I said, you think I'm going to allow something like that to get between us? I don't give up on people that easily. Now, somebody else might have gotten ticked off and said, I'm not paying you and started a war and I'll never use you again. I'll never talk to you again and I'll chop your head off and I'll kick you in the behind and, and get out of my life. And you, you call yourself a Christian, you idiot. You're not a Christian, blah, blah, blah. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. I said, I, I don't let something like that get between us. I told you, I just didn't agree with it. I'll pay you. I don't care, but I just, next time, don't let that happen. I'm not going to, you see, we give up on people too easily, but God doesn't, see, now I, I've learned this from the scriptures and that's why I want to be more like my, my father, God. I want to be more like, I don't want to give up on people. People give up on each other. Happens in churches all the time. Come, come and, you know, pastor says something. This has happened over, so, pastor says something or somebody does something that you don't like, man, you're ready to crucify him. Nail him to the cross. Leave the church. Quit. Oh, I'm not going there. I don't agree with that. brother. I shouldn't have said that. I mean, you'd be surprised over the years, the things that have happened. I thought, boy, people give up on, on people so easy. You know what that really is? It's a lack of faithfulness. Really is. Thank God that our God, we wonder why we have such insecurity with our relationship with God. It's because we, it's because of the way we practice relationships with each other. We think God, we, you know, you don't consciously maybe think that, but subconsciously, unconsciously, really what you're, what, what, what you're building in your life or in your thought process or in your thinking is that, you know, well, God, God's not going to be faithful to me. I, look, at the, look at this flesh and blood that I can't even, I can see. And, you know, I mean, we know, we know that God in, in theory and in, in our, in, in understanding from the word that he is faithful, but, but. But in practice with one another, we have so much unfaithfulness that we just can't really believe anybody would be faithful to us or faithful to their word. Oh, I don't know. Does that mean anything to anybody? Right? So we can't give up on each other. I mean, just because somebody doesn't think like you or somebody has a different opinion than you or someone, you know, looks at something differently than the way you look at it or you know, if someone has a different persuasion than you do in, in some, you know, area of life, that doesn't mean we give up on them. 
I remember hearing some time ago, and, and it was a sad, sad story, but there was a, a, a two friends that I had, and this one friend had a business, and he was very, very well-to-do, and uh, he, he had blessed this other friend, because this other friend had a large family, and he had kids, and he was having a hard time, having a struggle, and this, this other friend who had money was blessing him and helping him out, and this other friend was really appreciating what he was doing for him, and time went on, and the guy who was helping this other friend, well, he kind of slipped a little bit in his walk with the Lord. And he got into sin and he got into a, a relationship with a woman out of, out of marriage and kind of turned his back on church. And, you know, that's what happens when you step into sin like that, right? It's hard to come to church when you're in sin. It's hard to have freedom and liberty in the presence of God when you have sin in your life. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And, and um, so, so what happened was that that, you know, some people went and tried to talk to this fellow and say, you know, you're in sin, brother. You're a good brother. Please come back into the, to the church and, you know, turn your back on this. sin. well, anyway, the long and short of it was that he, he was, he wouldn't do it. And so this friend who he had helped and they were very, very close said to him, well, you know what? If, if you don't turn from this sin, I can't be your friend anymore. And our relationship ends right here. And I shut the door and I close it up and that's it. And he walked away from him and he devastated that man. That man knew he was in sin. He wasn't being, he was being rebellious to a certain level. But we don't have to agree with the sin. We don't have to be a party to it, you know. We don't participate in it. We don't have to feel comfortable with it. But most certainly, we don't give up on people that easily. As a, as a matter of fact, there's a verse in the Bible, I think it's in the book of Hebrews. It says, you are spiritual. Restore those who have fallen in sin. I don't have the exact quotation, but it talks about restoring those who have, who have fallen into sin. You see, I say all that to say that people aren't faithful, but God is faithful. No matter what people, and that's why you have to be careful that you don't get this idea that God is going to be unfaithful to you because people are. We get these impressions of God, and a lot of it has to do with our relationships with people. You know, a lot of us think about God the way we thought about our own parents, because maybe some of our parents didn't give us the best example of who God was or who God is and their character in their life. And thus we, we kind of think, we pin that on God. We think that that's how God is because that was the only example we had growing up. Does that, that mean anything to anybody? Right? So God, even though, even though we sometimes blow it, even though we make mistakes, even though God will never, ever give up on you. Because why? Because his nature is faithfulness. He is faithful. He'll never let you go. And you've heard people say, well, you know, God must be mad at me. I've heard people say that to me because I did this or I did. God will never be mad at you. God has his love directed toward you. And in his love, you know, he may, he may uh, I can't even say disappointed because I, I, I think God loves us so much and he knows all of our idiosyncrasies and all of the things, you know. Of course, he's not going to bless us because we sin but he will never forsake us if we sin. Is everybody with me? Why? Because the nature of God is faithfulness. Now, we're not to abuse that and say, well, God is faithful, therefore I'm just going to be, you know, lackadaisical and, and I'm going to sin and God will never let me go and no matter what I do, God's going to accept me. Well, that's walking on shaky ground. I don't think I want to walk on there. I'm not walking with you on that. I want to live my life in obedience to God. I want to live my life clean. I want to live my life... Obviously not perfectly because we can't. There's, there's no such thing as perfection. But we have to understand that God is faithful. God, People are unfaithful, but God is faithful. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.